got company today, don't we? We do. Who's Although uh, I didn't see her message until like just now. Okay. But she's Chelsea Slider, softball coach for uh, Texas High, is uh, slated to be here at 5.30 today. You know, I told you yesterday, uh, last couple of Tuesday mornings, I've been on doing the uh, Huff and Gill show. And uh, Dylan Surratt from over at uh, L.A. Uh, was doing the presentation with me. Yeah. And Surratt wanted to know when he's going to get to uh, afternoon show. Is he is he is he worthy of the afternoon show yet? Well, I think so. But has he earned saying, his stripes? Well, he said he didn't know if he's going to have to take a head baseball job to get invited. Really? <laughs> to do the afternoon show. Really? That was his comment. So I guess I want to take a. Well, you do that. You job. do that, and we elevate you. Yes. <laughs> Chelsea's a softball coach, and Surratt's a softball coach. Okay. We got Chelsea on, but we're not having... How many times you had Surratt on? I've had him on multiple times in the morning. How many you had Slider on? I've never had him on There you morning. go. He can quit his complaining. But the morning show is not prime time. It is prime. It's morning drive. We're little Kirk and Company. We're oh, not, it's morning drive. We're not Zach and the professor. People are getting up. Doing their stuff. Oh, no. Listening no. to what's going on. No, no. Five no. o'clock. People like are yeah, they're kind of cruising around. Maybe they'll listen. Maybe I'm not. You, this is prime time. It's not prime. I'm lucky you let me come on here really? as often as you do. Well, he, my name's Sir in the title. Kind of. <laughs> you may tell Sarant. See, if Sarant gets a title gig, then that's different. He's got a title. Not on the show, he doesn't. He's had softball coach, and he's a, a linebacker's coach over at L.A. And he's in charge of their uh, – he's the liaison with college coaches. Really? Yeah. All right, do we need to get him on? He just was I'm on just, last week. I'm just telling you. He, he was on yesterday. Yes, it's not a big uh, hurry. Oh, we'll wait till the dog days of uh, July. When nobody will come on. We'll get Surratt in here then. Jeez, that's harsh. <laughs> no, I like Surratt. He's yeah, a good too. guy. He's, good he's guy. Right. He a good guest. I didn't like him at first. You won't get what? I didn't like him at first. Why? Like, uh, we, we, we ran into him in Atlanta one day. Oh, he did talk some poop to yeah, us. Yeah, I wanted to thump him on the head that day. Yeah, he was. Well, he had left PG that year uh, going to Atlanta. And so he came by all chest stuck out. Yes, he did. Told us what they were going to do to Yes. Uh, uh, PG that now. Yeah. Didn't quite work out that way. No, but, it did not. But either way. Um, but I've grown to uh, uh, I've grown to appreciate it. you appreciate now. that? You yes. want people have a little uh, bravada. I do. So, yeah. But not to me. <laughs> not to you. I'm not playing. I'm not yeah. down there. I'm yes. on the game. Yeah, that's... What give trash talking me for? <laughs> don't really. And why do you want to trash talk somebody who's got a microphone? <laughs> why don't you just go? the newspaper or something thank you go what's, trash talk one of the coaches what's the old saying you don't uh you don't yeah. piss off people by ink by the barrel that's right <laughs> well hey by the way wasn't it cool this morning meeting the lady who's doing our mural it was cool yeah i don't Which, remember by the way, she's made uh yeah i put it in my wallet she's made uh big strides today yeah she's uh, we're getting down here at 615 olive street at the corner of 7th and olive uh, we're getting a mural on the side of our uh, building and uh, Darlene, yeah, Darlene, Darlene Taylor. Yeah, Darlene Taylor was a nice lady's name, and she's a true artist. And she sh- told us, she's well, done I'm not, like- not going to go with she's a true artist. That building's not done yet. Our mural's not finished. But it may she, not be I've good. Seen some she's done that are outstanding. All right. Well, I'm gauge. I'm I'm grading on this one. All right. This is the, this is my grade right here. So when she gets done, we can say true. Uh, I found it very interesting that she had recently gone to Europe to study some more artist work. I don't know if they've got murals in Europe or. Oh, they got all kinds. I of figure stuff. they're all of soccer players. <laughs> uh, actually, when I was in Croatia, yeah, they did have several murals on stuff, bridges, and overpass kind were of. Were they all soccer players? There were a lot of soccer things there. Yeah, yeah. a lot of soccer stuff. Yeah. I couldn't understand half of it was in Croatian anyway. It could have yeah. been something else. Yeah. Looks soccery though. Turns out David is Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Posh was so impressed. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you're if you're tooling around downtown, uh, swing by the side of our building. 
She's supposed to have this done in a couple of weeks. Yeah, she said, depending on the weather. Yeah, she's doing the, the prep work stuff she's right now. She's going to be just able to work in the mornings right now. It's so freaking hot She was hot out. sweating this morning at, yeah. at 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's rough out there. Do you know what? I worked all afternoon, and I did fine. Doing what? I did some vacuuming. That's in the house. No, I was outside. And, uh, so you're scrubbing. sitting in the pool, and you're, you're vacuuming. I wasn't sitting. I was standing in the standing pool. in the pool vacuum. Oh, wow. Screwing it with a brush. All right. So all afternoon. I was Toothbrush? Like, big brush. That's a good-sized brush. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess if you're Moby Dick, it could be a toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, swing by and, and check this stuff out. We'll uh, keep you updated as we roll through this thing. Yeah. And uh, see I'm what sure the- social media people will be posting pics. Oh, I would expect. Yeah. I was a little nervous. If the Aussie boss is the one that hired her, God only knows what we're going to get. Koalas yeah. and kangaroos and what, Steve Irwin even blesses uh, rest <laughs> his soul there. There's no telling what will be on the side oh, of it. But she talked it up like it was Americana Nick stuff. Dundee, maybe. Yeah, no, she said Americana kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. If she sneaks in, I saw- I'll be. I'm going to. You came in today? I just kind of cruised it's by. said something like, welcome to downtown. So maybe we are the gateway to really? downtown Tushka. You know, we're we're just like a block from where you can walk around with a drink in your hand. Yeah. And I think one block over, you can walk around with a drink. We need to put up a toll gate right here for the <laughs> gateway to downtown. Who do I need to talk to about getting another block? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brugerman. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, there's no wall, but no, but, but our wall, you're right now. It may extend out yes. the parameter of downtown. to be able to walk around with a drink as I come in every afternoon. <laughs> you do anyway. Yeah, but it's water well, lemonade. you didn't say what kind of drink. Well, I it's not always water lemonade either. I would, you want to check it today? No, I don't want to check it today. I'll pick a day, random. It'll be yeah. a random drink <laughs> test. <laughs> See if you pass or fail. You're a little bit, uh, you volunteered that a little quick. I'm thinking you're trying to bluff me. bluffing. I told you, you're bluffing. Get you some of that. I'm not so sure I want what's in there. It's country time. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Wow. Country time. One of those guys out at Hard Drinkers. Well, you know, it's what it is. It's not that Mike's. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, Cody Engstrom's going to be on the show. Is he a new baseball coach somewhere? He is a new baseball coach. Oh, Surratt, if you could only do that. That rhyme, by the way. Cody's going to be joining us 5.30 in studio tomorrow. Are we going to get Waze Florida back in? Next week, I'm going to work on Waze. i got some other stuff going right now, and so I'm kind of putting Waze. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see where I have a gap, where I can put Waze really? in the gap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it like a rover and softball? Yeah, well, kind in? of. But if I, if, I, if I base my week on scheduling Waze, and I have – Maybe a more prominent guest. Are you working on a prominent guest? Who falls in our lap, who, let's say, wants Wednesday. And I've already committed waste to that. I hate to ask waste to move. So I'll wait till all the prominent guests have booked in, and then I'll go, hey, I got an opening on on Wednesday. What do you think? And see if he's available. He's bigger than us. (laughs) He'll blow us off. No. You treat him that way. No, that's... No. No. We used, I used to have a designating day just for Weiss back in the day. I know. When he was the SID I know. at the college. I know. I bet that would get Surratt all upset. Then he had to take care of kids. <laughs> he said, yeah, it's kids or you. Speaking of uh, baseball coaches, congratulations, Zach Fowler. Yes. You know those alphabets? I couldn't tell you. Those, there's uh, a lot of A's in them, though. I know that. There's a acronym. Well, there's an A and a T. It was a double acronym, region. What, did you get the region number? I think it's two. Coach of the year. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, I'm assuming his fellow coaches named him coach of the year for the region. But what does the acronym mean? I don't don't know. Association of Baseball Coaches. It didn't seem like it. It seemed like it was more than that. All right. But anyway, does he go forward now? Is this like a pageant competition? I hope so. Is he now the region two representative at the uh, statewide, yes, coach and of the year could be named now, or did the China Springs guy get that? Yeah, I'm betting China. Well, you know what? Okay, so so, what's your criteria for name being named coach of the year? Well, you win a championship, yeah, typically, or like say Sinton had won it this year. Sinton yeah. was a preseason number one. 
had won it a year ago, came back loaded, had the returning player of the year in 4A. If they win it again, did the coach do anything special? Because I don't see that as a big deal. He probably would have gotten in, probably did get it last year. Should he get it again? Eh. Or, or in, in, in the case of, of Zach Fowler, Liberty Allo was not a preseason top 10 pick. They were just outside the top 10. The expectation was they may not make it out of the region. They did not win their district, but got hot and on a run in the playoffs and got all the way to the state championship game. He had, did he have anybody on the all state team? Yeah. Who? He did. I, I think. Uh, Cal and WT? Yeah, I think they both were on it. All right. Because all state teams usually based on the tournament. Yeah, but I'm talking about, I'm not talking about just different guys. No, we know I mean, on the tournament, but I'm they, talking about. I think they, they take those guys and. I'm talking about end of the year all state team. I think. Not the tournament. And now team. there's two or three all state teams, but I think he had a kid or two on that. Yeah. But either way, he did a great job. You know, so who would you have given it to? China Springs guy? You know, he won two games like they did down there. You say you're going coach of the year on on two games? Well, they put Carthage out along the way. That was pretty impressive. They've been doing that for every year, though. They've done it the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm just saying they beat Sinton. They beat Cinderella. I'm just telling you. So you'd have given it to China I'd Springs guy? I'd probably given it to the China Springs guy. So, sorry, Zach, you're not going to win Coach of the Year. Tony basically just shut no, you down. No, I didn't say that. I'm just you're the regions as far as you're going. Uh, by the way, you know who we need to also get in while you're booking guests? Uh, Martindale over in Ashdown. Because talk about a guy in a unique position. He left Water, Redwater. He took the Ashdown job. Yeah. Now, they're the wounded coming back. Yeah. And they lost in the state finals this uh-huh. year. I think they got just about everybody back. So does he coach of the year next year if he wins it? Well, if they beat that private, that's <laughs> is that school a private they lost to, or is it I can't just remember. a suburban I can't remember public? Who they lost to. I don't know. But they remember, it's the same school that's been winning oh, for know. like three years in a row. That's how Arkansas them, Yeah. Coach of the year. Yes. All right. Uh, so I got to get Martindale on. I don't even know if I got Brandon's well, number. I had somebody ask me today if I was going week one go see Hooks versus Harmony in football. Okay. That it's a top ten matchup. Okay. And that that's who put Hooks out last year. Okay. I, I got to do some research on Hooks and Harmony. I knew Bubba won't come on the show. So don't you, what do you mean Bubba won't come on the show? When's the last time we had him on? I don't know. Never. I don't think he's ever come on. Why not? He doesn't care about doing radio stuff. That's not his thing. As we get closer to the Harmony game, we need to you get need to co- You need to reach out to him now before All they right. get going. All right. That's your thing. While you're booking guests, get Bubba. We'll have him at 5 o'clock one day. <laughs> 5 o'clock? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's worthy of that. If he yeah. beats Harmony, maybe. 5 o'clock? That's when I like to book my guests. Oh, my God. Just to agitate you. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a break. It's about uh, 14 and a half after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Chelsea Slider supposed to be joining us in about 15 minutes. Should I go check the You probably want to check. She's probably here early. We'll probably have to do it at 5.15 instead of 5.30. It's just preferable if they're here early. We accommodate our guests. We do. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Leave in the yard, Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079.
whole invisible set and little ice cube blocks. If we could call it a drink, call it a smile on the rocks. If we could call out a price, let's say I call out a lot. I got like platinum and white gold, traditional gold. I'm changing grills every day, like J change clothes. All righty, welcome back. 18 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. Chelsea Slatter, welcome to our madness. Thank you all for having me. <laughs> You never know when you walk you in what you're going to get. <laughs> you don't. It's hot today. No joke. You have a glow today. A sunburn. Oh, I was going to go with glow. Sunburn. No, no glow? No glow. It feels like a sunburn. Camp. You had camp this I week. I did. It went great. Hot is one word. They didn't let you have the indoor? It. We took it Monday only because it rained. Only because it rained. It's still hot in there. It's still hot in there. No. The sun's not no. Camp, right? Partially. We took, we had a first through fifth from nine to 11. So not too bad. A little hard for the young ones, you know. But yes. then we're 12 to two for my older group. That was brutal. That was brutal. I drove through the parking lot because I was curious. Um, the other day I was over at Coach Cross's basketball camp. Uh-huh. Which, and, by the way, was inside, wasn't it? Yes, inside because okay. he's a basketball coach. He's got some good sense there. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I was surprised how many parents hung out and oh, watched. Yeah. So I cruised through because I saw all the cars down there where you were, uh-huh. and I couldn't believe how many parents hung out to watch. Yeah, there is, that, some... is that good or bad when parents stay to watch their kids at camp? I think it's good, especially I think the younger ones, they had their parents stay you know, the most. You and want that. You do. You want that just in case something happens. I mean, it was hot, so yeah. they took a lot of breaks and a lot wanted to go see mom and dad, you know. And it was able. It was good to say, okay, you can go see them. Right. I see them in the stands. You can go right. and take a break and cool down. Um, but then I think they're also learning, too. You know, like they're seeing some drills that we're doing. And a lot of the times with these young kids, that's, that's kind of how they're going to get a lot of their work in is mom and dad, mom helping, dad helping. And if they learn some of the drills that we're doing, I, I think that's just going to help them improve their skills even more. Now, did you do a bunch of camps when you were growing up? You know, I did I did quite a few. Um, not, I wish I would have done more. Really? You know, I wish I would have done more later in my career. Like going to a college yes, or university? Yes. You know, I attended the Texas High camp when I was young with uh, Robbie Hatfield. So I, I've been, I've been through all of that, so I know kind of you know what to expect and what the kids need and that but so most important thing of holding the camp having fun or getting them some stuff they can use well you got to find the mix you got to find the perfect balance because if you're doing too much work right they're not gonna have fun right. they're gonna get tired but if you're having too much fun they're not gonna learn anything right so i always like to you know start it with a little fun little game work for the hour and a half we have and then end it with a fun little game okay so what's a fun little game Oh, relays, All right. you know, base running relays, yeah. so little water balloons, Throw tosses. balls at kids, see if you can hit oh. them. <laughs> that kind of thing. Sometimes a wish, no. <laughs> That's your varsity that you want to do at times, huh? <laughs> Yeah. No, I had some of my little ninth graders help out with the young kids, and I told them, I said, now y'all know what we feel like. Yeah. You know, Dylan, you right. know, coaching you guys. Only those little kids are more mature than you <laughs> are, that's right. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. The little ones no. may not have a phone yet. They don't, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, so they don't know. They don't know that life yet. So three days of camp. Is this it now? Are you done for the summer? I am done, yeah. Done with softball. I mean, we'll still have, like, skills work once okay. we start summer workouts back. And that's just with my older girls, you know, 7th through 12th, some okay. of them come. So, but so, camp-wise, I'm done. So what are you doing for the rest of the summer? Kind of just going to relax. Aren't you, aren't you doing any planning? Oh, uh, yeah. Wedding <laughs> planning. Wedding planning. I'm behind. I am so See, far behind. So and when I you don't even up. When you don't jump on wedding planning, I, I'd be a little nervous if I was the groom-to-be. Well, oh, no. No, he's not worried. I keep telling he's him nervous it's enough. November. It's November. I still have time. Oh, my, you're not one of those. I'm one of those. I'm oh, one of those. no. I'm not a procrastinator, but it's coming out with this wedding planning. You're going to have those little uh, those sausages, aren't Something. you? That's going to be all there's going to be. Something. <laughs> no, flowers. no flowers. We're just going to show up and do it. <laughs> no shoes. No. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. When's your date? November 18th. Okay. Yeah. No practice that day, right? No. Okay. Just making sure. No. I'm going to take the day off before... I'm going to focus on that. Okay. Make sure. <laughs> you yeah. take a well, we, we're wanting to go to Hawaii, so we're going to plan it the following summer. Gotcha. So we're going to go on a little trip, I guess, right after, you know, the wedding. But then we're going to plan 
I'm gonna plan hard on that one because okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I would. But think. then go that next summer and make a make a no full camp. Trip. No camp next summer. We'll plan it around it. You're gonna plan your honeymoon around the camp. Oh, of course. I think you should plan the camp around the honeymoon. Well, we have the camp same time every year. Okay. So it's kind of set in stone. I, well, I can't just try to get the camps taken care of right away. Cause yeah, ours is kind of later. It, it's hot. I mean, ours is kind of later in the summer for an outdoor sport. Um, but of course, this is the first week. It's almost triple digits. It hasn't been. It's been hot, but not. It was brutal. It was brutal. Now this was your first. I'm running a yeah, camp. It was. It was. How, what all goes into this? Because this doesn't just happen magically, no, like it a doesn't. wedding. It doesn't. No, I started planning probably a week and a half ago, and I made Wait, outlines. What? Yeah. A week and a half ago? No, you you started this earlier. She said she's been to camps. You know? I was oh, but the you outline a... of what I wanted to do and what I mean. It's three days. I knew it's what a each camp. Day it's I not a wanted. wedding, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is more important. Yeah, well, yeah, so I started a week and a half ago, and I made outlines, you know, for my coaches that were helping with me. I linked some videos of drills, just so they can they can watch it over and kind of know how to... Who created... Did you give shirts away? Mm-hmm. Who created the shirts? Sports Magic. Who laid them out? Oh, the... I guess Coach Stanford and them. They had a sh- already a plan. Oh, they a had design. a plan. They already had a design. So you Every needed a design. Every camp's the same. Yeah. Oh, they are? Every camp's the same. Ours just had the same logo, but it had softball on the bottom. Oh. So, I mean, I didn't... Have oh, to deal with that. So I don't like that. You should have your own. Well, then that would but have to take a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say, but if they're gonna do it, then I guess you're okay. That's camp. That's, That's, your camp. Yeah. That's the yeah. Talk to shit about That's that. That's about yeah. me. That's about yeah. me. <laughs> so you, you said you had some coaches help you. Who helped mm-hmm. you this week? Uh, Coach uh, Melissa Hardy. She's been you know coaching softball at Texas High and volleyball for years. And then um, we actually got a new coach this year. Her name's Courtney Cooper. She's moving up from the middle school to help out with us so that's going to be that's going to be our group this year us three what's courtney's background um she played at liberty Ilo in high school when they made the state run okay um she was an outfielder very good athlete um so she's going to bring a lot of knowledge outfield wise along with hitting she was a very good hitter so she's going to be able to bring that in also for for my girls just for them to hear it a different way too you know, you can never have too many ways to explain different things. The same thing. Yeah, right. It's different voice. Yeah. That person yeah. has to know because I've heard it from you so many times. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're talking about anymore. Yeah. It's like parenting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Slider joining us this afternoon. Uh, softball coach over at Texas High. We were jazzed by the Softball World Series again this year. Oh, Are yeah. you immersed in that when it goes on? Are you like, I play, I coach, I don't watch? No, 100%. I watch every single game, especially of the World Series. I mean, so many good games. You have Oklahoma, who's just a powerhouse every year. It's just insane to watch them. And I mean, I support them, but always in the back of my head, I'm like, I hope someone beats them. I hope why? Beats them. You. No, just, why? Well, I mean, it's Oklahoma, and they <laughs> no. always fall into the series of they win the first game. I want another game of softball. I want oh. so like the world's the uh, championship series, best two out of three. OU wins the first one. Yeah, that's it. I, yeah, I wanted Florida State to win the second one. Yeah, it's not gonna just happen. for one more game of softball. But no, it's not going to happen. They're so good. How did they get so good? Oh, man, she she started it from nothing, Patty Gasso, and uh, just recruiting. I think her recruiting, she learned what she wanted, and she's built a program that she's not gonna, she's not gonna take anything less. And they buy into it, whatever she has going on, she is doing it right. Because um, you hear, I, I listen to all these interviews, you know, of the kids and the coaches, just you know, to hear different ways, you know, they rela- relay different information. But you hear these kids, and they've, I've never heard anything bad about her. Right. You know, they work their butts off, and it's an intense program to be a part of. But they support her, and they're going to they're gonna do everything they can to win the game for her and their teammates, you know? Now, we hear football coaches go to colleges all the time. High school coaches will go and take – you know, Jerry may take his whole staff, right. and they'll go to Duke or they'll go to someplace and watch them their offense or their right. defense – do you guys get to do the same thing for softball? You know, we haven't, and I think that would something that's something that would be really cool for like my staff to be able to do to go and just see, because the other two coaches they didn't play in college, they still have a wealth of knowledge, right. but it's just a different it's a different ball game when you go there, and for us to be able to go and watch how they just run a practice, like if we could go and watch OU run a practice, 
I think that would just be a game changer. Sure. You know, because, I mean, we'd have to modify it for our girls. But to see, you know, just just the outline of what they do. How do they tackle today? What's their mindset? What does she say to get them, you know, to buy in and do what she wants them to do? Right. You know, I think it would be it would be awesome. Yeah, it's different when you get to pick your players. It is. As opposed to you, you know, who's walking around campus is who you get. It is. It is totally different. Um, And I think that's I mean, that's obviously the difference between high school and college. But. I think it shows more of who you are as a coach, of what you can pull out of the players you do get um, in high school. Because, like you said, you kind of just this is what you got. That's right. Make it work. Yep. Win games, um, which is tough. <laughs> it is tough to find the perfect like puzzle pieces to put in all the different positions, all the different scenarios. Um, but you kind of have to make it work. So if Courtney's coming up, who's going to be taking the middle school spot? Um, I'm not sure. I think they hired okay. somebody else. Because in my mind, that's the key to you guys being successful. It is. And I think that's where our softball program could build even more is right. by having a middle school you know, program. And hopefully, you know, in the years, maybe that's something that could, you know, transpire. I don't know. But... Uh, well, we can see in baseball. Right. It's hard. Middle school, you can't really compete. There's going to... Because other schools are going to yeah. have to get programs. So it's going to have to be a collective thing right um but we could have just a class and we could just teach fundamentals all year long and then there are ninth graders in softball and they've picked up a ball before because we run into that a whole lot we do of they get their little schedules to pick out their classes and they're like oh softball i want to try that that'll be fun it is and they're good kids ball's not not soft at all coach uh -uh. (laughs) it's her in the shoulder yeah no (laughs) i didn't know that but i don't know it's just something you know it's it's our comparison between guys' sports and girls' mm-hmm. sports. And it's it's no indictment on any of the schools. It's just the yeah. way that it yeah. is. Unfortunately, you've been on it from a player. Mm-hmm. Now you're there as a coach. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. start to see we don't get the same treatment necessarily. No, that's just the reality of it. Um, and you kind of have to make it work with what, what you got yeah. and how it, how it goes. And uh, maybe one day we can have that. You know, I'm definitely going to be fighting for that for my girls. So that, I mean, because I, I just feel like that would make us just 10 times better. Right. You know, they're already going to know what I want when they come into high school. They're already going to have those fundamental skills, all those things that we kind of have to coach all four years they're here. Yep. You know, it's not just I can start on my, their ninth grade year and they already know, you know, basic things. Some of them I'm having to start from scratch, which, I mean, I love it. It's a challenge. It's It's not anything bad, but... Was that the focus of the afternoon part of your clinic these last three days? Were you looking to get some of those kids who were not in high school yet, but who are getting ready to come up and that you're really trying to say, hey, how can I get them energized about Mm -hmm. this sport? How can I get them to understand what my expectations are before I actually get them on this campus? Yeah, definitely. So like from 12 to 2, we had 6th through ninth. So the middle school group, pretty right, much, and then right. my incoming freshmen, um, which was also cool to see who I have coming in, you know, what talent I have coming in. But, yeah, we, we spent a lot of, of our time just working on fundamental drills so that they can – I mean, stuff that they could do at home, you know, that they could take back to their league teams or their travel teams or whatever they're going to, to do and fine-tune those um, fundamental skills. Um, but, yeah, that is something that we, we kind of focused on drills that we do in high school so that they get there and they're going to, oh, I know, I've done that before. Right. I know how to do it. So, yeah. Since you took this thing over, have you uh, chosen to pick Hatfield's brain any or have you... We've talked a little bit. Him? Yeah, we haven't talked too much. Um, there have been a few things that I've reached out to him on. Um, just different, you know, I guess, strategies, I guess. But not too much, you know. I, I played for him and I know how he coached. Um, and he was a very good coach at it. I'm kind of taking a different route. I just have a different, I guess, coaching. Do you think style. More like your college coaches and your style, or in how, a how do you sense, look at your personal style that you're developing? Right, in a sense, I do think I took a lot from what I I learned in college and the coaches I played for, like how we run practices, how we do, you know, game situations and stuff like that. But my coaching style, I'm going to be like who I am. I'm not going to be somebody I'm not because the girls won't listen to that you know so I I don't really think I have I take a coaching style from any I think I just 
take bits and pieces of different things that I've learned over the years and kind of form them into my own own little style. You know, just, I mean, because the girls are going to see through it if I'm being somebody I'm not. It's like being a classroom teacher. It is. Either legit or you're not. Right. You're sincere or you're not. They know or they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you micromanage the Did you call every pitch? I did. I did call every pitch. That was something that I did. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I trust my catcher. It's not that. I just think at this level, like, I knew as a hitter what these hitters would be expecting. So I think that by controlling that, you know. It just leaves less room for error between that communication between my pitcher and catcher. You know, Marie Stone tells us she sits out on a bucket. and Oh, yeah. I have me a chart. I'm writing down each pitch, what they did, if they fouled it off, swung and missed, where they hit it. Oh, I do all of that, yeah. Because then if we face them again, I can go and look back, okay, this girl did this right. on this pitch. I'm not going to throw her that again. So is it more about sequencing? Are you setting them up, or is it more about what you're seeing them react to? I think it's a mix of both. Um, definitely, like, the first time through when I haven't seen them, I try to set up a sequence, you know, to see are they chasing, are they not chasing, are they going to hold back on that changeup, are they not. Um, and then once I see the, their outcome of that first at-bat, then I can I kind of pinpoint their weakness. Like, if they can't hit that inside pitch, okay, I'm going to probably throw that again. you got to show me you can hit it, right? or I'm going to keep throwing it. If it's working for us. Now, the second it stops working, we're going to mix something else around. And it, it goes off my pitcher. What's their strong point? You know, like what pitch is their strong point? If they have a really good screwball that she can jam every pitcher or every batter, then, yeah, I'm probably going to use that a whole lot. Maybe one, two girls are going to get a hit. But, I mean, the odds are more in our favor if that's our strength. You like moving fielders around a lot? Or like do you a keep shift? Them? Yeah, I've, you shift them around? Um, not drastically. Like my middle infield are the main ones that right. I move. And outfield, you're going to move them. But my middle infields, if they need to pinch up the middle, you know, if, if this girl's been hitting everything back up the middle or move them out. And it depends on situations. But, no, I don't drastically move them. You know, like baseball does. They have the whole move on the other side of the field. You, Our field's too small. You get to start this year knowing what your role is yes. this year. How are you different getting ready to know now walking in on August 1st what exactly it is that's going to go on? I, I, I think I'm prepared. You know, I'm going to prepare these girls in the fall, you know, have a full fall to where we're not we're not restarting, you know, January 15th, whenever right. we start. We're not restarting there. We're starting August, whatever the first day of school is. And we're going to lay down, you know, our, our rules, what, what I expect from everybody and just to pick up a ball as much as we can in the fall. Um, because, again, that'll eliminate a lot of the fundamental things that we struggled with past season. You know, we'll be able to – I mean, we only have 45 minutes to do all this stuff. But, I mean, you can do quite a bit in 45 minutes if everyone's there for it. You know, if everyone wants that goal, then you can make it work. As you're building this program, I mean, realistically, you're not going to sit here on whatever today is, June 28th, and say, our goal is to win state next year. Oh, That's everybody's goal. Right. But the reality is you're building a program now. Are, are making the postseason a, a big priority for you guys next year? Is that yes. something this program really needs yes, to be able to keep is. going? It is. I think the girls need it, you know, as kind of a, a morale booster. Um, and I want it, too. I mean, we're Texas High. We should be, you know, in the playoffs every year, competing for the playoffs. And we competed this year. We fell one game short. Right. Um, so I think that on its own was a big building block. Um, but now we, we got to do it. We got to do it. And I sat down and I talked to all my retur- like varsity people that are returning and my seniors that left. And I was like, what are we missing? You know, you're a player. You're the one out there doing it. What are we missing for making that one game? Mm-hmm. You know, what are, what are we missing? And it, it, it all comes down to them, you know, having to be focused every pitch, every every at-bat. Um, and I think in my shoes that it falls back on me needing to prepare them in the fall, you know, needing to prepare them in practice um, just so that it's, it's first nature. You know, they get into the box and they know what to expect. Because they said they felt prepared for every game. We just didn't execute when we needed to. Okay. And I, I think that just is a year-long process, you know, of getting them the, getting them prepared, in shape, ready for that first game, for that first game of district, towards the end of district. You know, it's a long season, so. Do you pick a captain, or are you going to let them pick a captain? Um, 
Or do you even have one? We don't really have one. I mean, we have, you know, the girls that kids are going to gravitate towards and ask questions. And I kind of let that work itself out. I'm not going to designate one person and say, oh, you have to handle everything. You're my captain. Okay. That's a lot of pressure on top of having to play. That was one thing, like when I was in college, that's kind of was one of my struggles because I wanted to take on everything. If I was, if I, when I was the team captain, right. I wanted to take everyone's issues, everyone's mistakes on my own shoulders. Well, then I stopped performing. Okay. You know, in high school, and that was in college. So let alone high school, I don't want, I don't want them to have added pressure because they're already going to put too much pressure on themselves to begin with. Right. So no so, captains. No captains, All but right. they're going to have your few that you gravitate towards. Okay. Did it help energize the program this year to have Allred doing so well at the college level? I think so. We talked about it often, um, and I'm still talking about it to my girls today. She actually came in not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, and the girls were just so excited to see her. And I think even something cooler is she played. she's never played first base before in her life, and that was her way in to starting for Louisiana Lafayette and making that awesome run that they did. So then that's something that I'm using as – you're going to play where you fit. Might not be where you've played your entire life, right. but if you want to get on that field and you want to be a part of the playing part of this team, you're going to you're going to kind of work where you're put. And I think that opened a lot of eyes. We had this discussion a, a few times about Lauren. Mhm. So if if you were Lauren and you went to Louisiana, but you had the year you had as a freshman, yeah unexpected maybe not by her or her family but unexpected by the folks out there that yeah, watch softball I mean, yeah. you go back to louisiana this next year or are you uh looking around for a better option and, and chelsea slider gets to be lauren allred for a second right? and what uh, do you do you know the transfer porter is so big yes. right now um we didn't have that when i played it was you're where you're at right and, but i don't know i i probably personally would go back would you i would um she looked like she was happy, you know. She looked like she found her. And they fit. had a great year. They, they were right there playing with the big dogs. They did. It's, so. it's not like they're one of the Division One schools that you know are just kind of play. You're never gonna make it against these big teams. Right. But I think that that little team has has that spark, and I think I I think she found her home. I might be wrong. I don't know. She might be there a couple years and then go somewhere else. Hey, her, if you, if you're the pitcher and you leave. <laughs> oh, I know it. That that kind of shocked me. She went back home to Nebraska. That shocked everybody, I yeah. think. Yeah, Everywhere you, I saw, it was like, oh, my gosh. If you leave OU, there's... <laughs> I know. But then I kind of get it also. I mean, you've you've got two rings. You've, you've reached that mountain for two years straight. Now let's go back home and let's bring this team to the World Series. I think that's an accomplishment, you know, on its own. You're going to go... Nebraska's not bad by any means. No. They're a pretty good school. Right. But to be able to bring them back to the World Series, they haven't been in... I don't know much about Nebraska, but they haven't been in many years. So to be able to bring them back... And I think she could. She's a pitcher and a hitter. So let's set up Oklahoma and Nebraska next year in the uh, well, College World Series. OU's it on its own level. doesn't have to be the finals, but just somewhere in there, just yeah. to have it again. Yeah. I don't know. OU's would you, on its Would you level. watch that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I try to watch every game they put on TV. <laughs> they need to put more on. They do. I feel like all season long. You know, college baseball is on, season, on TV all yes. season long. We just get postseason softball. Yes. But, you know, and, and this was another thing we had talked about. ESPN has started to recognize that eyes will watch oh, postseason yeah. softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College baseball, for the longest time, never really had a good audience. And they've grown that thing. ESPN's really kind of growing yeah. college softball's visibility, and it helps to have a Oklahoma out it there does. It that does. you're watching Everybody. one of the greatest teams uh, ever. And ESPN truly covers. There's a big tournament down St. Petersburg every year where all the top schools show mm-hmm. up down there, mm-hmm. and it's typically around our spring break time. So I, I've watched that every year. So I there is. I know uh, the Southeastern SEC channel covers a lot of softball. They do. It, it, it's growing. Every, every year you're going to see more and more and more because uh, it is catching a lot of people's eyes. It's a fun game to watch. It's so fast-paced. You know, I struggle watching baseball sometimes just because it's kind of slow, you know. You got nine innings. Something's going to happen sometimes. <laughs> but softball, wow. they hit a ground ball, and that's exciting because you got to be quick to get it, yes. hit the runner out. So. It's growing every year. Every year it's growing. All right. You going to coach the college level ever? Mm, 
hmm, I don't know. My dad actually asked me that the other day. Did he? <laughs> he did. Great minds. I don't, know. I don't know if I would. Would that be a I'm goal? You're young. Is that I'm a young, goal yeah. somewhere down the road you'd like to go to that next level and coach? I wouldn't say no. I Fair wouldn't enough. say no. After you win a state championship. There you go. Okay. That's our deal then. You can't okay. go until you win a state okay. championship. Okay. All right, Chelsea Slatter, it's great seeing you again. Good seeing y'all. Thank y'all for having me. At least we had air conditioning. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I broke right. a sweat walking from my car inside. Okay, so. well, the next time we probably uh, get you on the air, you won't be Chelsea Slider anymore. That's probably true. So we'll get you back in, but it'll be a new person because it won't be Chelsea <laughs> Slider. Who is it? That? That's right. <laughs> nearly as good a softball name. <laughs> it won't. That's true. <laughs> what, wait, what's your uh, fiance? It's Angel. Really? Chelsea Angel? That's yep. not bad. It's not bad. It's, not, it's kind of a wrestler name, though. It is. Slider's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. change your life? I want money! Free money, baby! The right six-digit sequence could be your key to a big payday. Try your combination on the cash vault at one of our live roadshow broadcasts and enter to win a guaranteed $10,000 at the end of August. From Merchant House, Sunrise Storage and Flea Market, New Boston Chamber of Commerce, and the Arkla Tax local sports leader, 1079 The Fan. One zero seven nine. The weather forecast for the four states. Clear to seventy seven. Sunny and hot tomorrow. A high of one hundred. Heat index values as high as one hundred seven. Clear tomorrow night with a low of seventy six. Sunny and hot Friday. A high of ninety nine. Try your six digit combination at our next live road show, July fourth, three to six, during Freedom Fest in New Boston. Open the cash vault. Win fifty thousand dollars. Welcome back. 12 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. Uh, reminder, Kirk and company tomorrow. Chop's going to be in here. We'll talk some L.A. athletics, both from a historical sense and the future. And so, uh, Really? Yeah. Chop's Past always good. And the present. Yes. And the future. Yeah. And we'll probably talk some Dallas Cowboys since it's about to be that time of year. You know, you were mocking Troy this week for his yeah. interview. And yeah. It's all right. I wasn't mocking Troy. I was mocking the answer that he gave. No, no, no. Key to the Cowboys' failures, they don't win big games. But it, people take that for granted, that you, everybody's going to win big games. It just doesn't happen. You, you play in big games, you want to get to the finish line, you win big games. Or if you don't win big games – you don't have the success you're hoping for. I mean, that seems like that's a pretty obvious answer. Yeah, but a lot of people don't get to big games. They've, I mean, they're teams the Cowboys have gotten the big games. Yeah, and they haven't taken advantage of it in, in the last 30 years. But there are teams who every year just don't get to the big games. Well, that's true. Uh, that's why you've heard me say time and time again, the step is to get to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Because I've always subscribed to the theory, if you keep showing up, you'll have a breakthrough. If you'll keep showing up. Right. You know, when we covered PG Baseball, they were there six times down in Austin. They got two titles. Right. But because they kept showing up, they had a couple of breakthroughs. To me, the Cowboys haven't got to the point to where they have that opportunity to break through. And until they start getting to NFC Championship games, I don't think – I think the whole Super Bowl talk is silly. And that's what they tend to talk about there. Well, when they need to talk about, we've got to get good enough to be consistently good. When you look back at Landry's Cowboys, they were 2-3 and three in Super Bowls. Which, you know, you say, well, you know, Belichick 
wins all but one no, or I didn't two. Say that. But no, people seven, say that. Seventies are pretty competitive yeah. football. Yeah, but they were so successful because they just kept getting there. Right. And then you have your breakthrough. But most of the teams, the Cowboys of the sixties and seventies included, got into the playoffs, won a game took a loss, realized, okay, that's what we have to do to get better. Lombardi's Packers, same thing. They lost their first NFL championship game they played in and never lost another one, got back in. But you're going to lose that first yeah. one. You're going to lose those first couple. Well, no. uh, most of the time, though. Most of the time, you're building these teams that are learning how to win, which I think is what Troy was ultimately falling on, is that they haven't learned how to win yet. They're winning regular season games. It's different. Learning Kansas City knows how to win. There aren't very many teams in the NFL right now that know how to win. The Chiefs are one. The others, Buffalo, for instance, is still trying to figure yeah. out how do we fi- how do we get over that hurdle and get into the Super Bowl? How do we get past Kansas City? Well, for the Cowboys, it's been the San Francisco 49ers. How do we get past them? But they, to me, they they don't take the next step. And I don't know, you can't win just one playoff game and consider that to be the success, unless the next year we're winning two. Well, I think one of the problems is, under Jerry's ownership, um, there's not a lot of inclination to get better if it means parting company with players who didn't get you there. Jerry falls in love with players, and thus he can't part company and move on. One of the things we saw with Belichick, is he afraid to part company with players? Oh, no. Yeah. Which maybe Ezekiel Elliott not being there is the beginning yeah. of the indication that Jerry's realizing. I can't fall in love with players. Some of these guys, we got as far as we could get with them. Yeah. Good as they were, as much as I love them, yeah. we can't get to the next level on these guys. I don't know. But there's also not – I like Dak. He's a fine quarterback. But in the old days, you used to have two quarterbacks. You used to have a quarterback on to push. Cooper Russ doesn't push anyone. Are there how many teams have second quarterbacks that push starters? Are there very and, and I think part of it is due to the way things are priced. You can't afford no. a quality Not back. You've got a fifty million dollar guy. Yeah. You can't afford a twenty back there with him. Jerry's never thought, Oh, I I need to put any money in a backup. No. Just will never get hurt. Jimmy used to keep a backup. You know, Jimmy had a couple of backups. Yeah, but uh, remember, Jimmy was still growing a team. Yeah. Troy, we were uncertain. I mean, we got Steve Walsh just because yeah. Yeah, he, he weren't Walsh right. to put pressure on Troy. Exactly. And then he brought in Bernie Kozar, who was a pretty proven winner. Which I like. I like having that guy as yeah. your backup. Not a young up-and-comer. No, not a, a guy. Like willing, a guy who's willing to sit there. If I get in games, I'm, I'm ready to go. If I don't, I'm done. I had a guest in my pool this weekend propose that the Cowboys should go with Cooper Rush full time. Full time? Yeah, that he should be their guy. So you're serving a lot of uh, adult beverages, were you? I cut him off. <laughs> I said, dude. That's all. <laughs> You've crossed the line. <laughs> if I have overserved you to that point, you, you won't get any more alcohol from me. Out of the pool, go sit yeah. in the tent, go sit over there in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> NFL is having to uh, address gambling again. Apparently, tomorrow they're going to hand out suspensions that could include up to one year suspensions. Isaiah Rogers of uh, Indianapolis's name has been already released. There are going to be others. It looks like. They've got their checklist of six things they're going to just hammer away at rookies before they go into camp now about things you cannot do that entail anything in the neighborhood of gambling, including playing daily fantasy stuff. You can't do that stuff. Uh, for whatever reason, young coming into the league players are willing to jeopardize their careers to bet on something, whether it's themselves, the team, another team, a fantasy thing, whatever it is, the league's going to end up having to hand down year-long suspensions, and they're probably going to get even more strict. Well, they have no choice, because at some point, 
we know there'll be a scandal when yeah. people, people get upside down then they're susceptible to be influenced and when they're susceptible to be influenced then your product people begin to question yep uh nhl released uh it's a schedule i you know how i feel about the nhl i'm not a fan of hockey until we get to the end of the year i love the postseason but i want to be honest with you i'm a little jazzed by what the nhl is doing in scheduling this year what are they doing? number one they're doing opening day like opening day in baseball only they're staggering they're starting at 6 o'clock the very first day, October 24th, and then we'll start another game every 15 minutes until they get to like 9.30 in the evening, Ooh, uh-huh. which I think is a cool thing. Everybody playing on opening day, which a lot of leagues don't do that. They'll get one or two games in, and then the next day, everybody's playing on opening day, and everybody's staggered so you get a chance to see. Is all they going to be on Prime? I have no idea what's going to so be on. That, There's they no kill. to a streaming service? Probably. Probably. That's what that smells like to me. They're doing two stadium series things this year. They always do their... Uh, stadium outdoor game. Yeah, their outdoor game. This one's going to be up in Seattle. It'll be uh, the uh, Golden Knights of Vegas against the Kraken. And then they're doing another one at MetLife where they're doing a, a double header basically over two days. Uh, uh, Philadelphia and the Islanders. Uh, Philadelphia and New Jersey and the Islanders and the Rangers. So they're doing two different sets of outdoor things. Now, I'm here's my going the other direction. Phoenix and Los Angeles are going to play a National Hockey League game in Australia this year. Okay. Why? Everybody wants to expand markets. Why? Australia? Yeah. Hockey. They're big hockey guys in Australia. Southern Australia's cold, dude. Hockey. No, it's not cold when we're cold, but Southern Australia gets cold. This cold. It's like winter cold. Yeah, they got southern, kids over there playing hockey. Do not understand in how Australia tilt works. I get. T- I don't know. Playing a lot of hockey. I don't there. know if they play hockey or not, but there's no need not to try to expand your market to Australia. You know what? I think Americans should just boycott hockey because they're trying to expand their audience. No, not have no, anything to do with no, hockey. No, they're playing a game in in Scandinavia someplace. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. I think it's a it's a if natural fit. If you're trying Australia's to expand your market, you should just be boycotting. I didn't say that. I said it doesn't make any sense. It's a place to me. It doesn't make expanding any sense. expanding markets always makes sense. No, to me. not in a place where it doesn't make any sense. Well, you don't want to share your hockey with the Australians. No. They really should have their own. Or you hockey. just don't like Australians? Uh, they should have their own hockey. They don't need American hockey. They need their own hockey. Aussie hockey. Let the Wallabies take on the Koalas. Shouldn't be the Kings and the Coyotes. All right. The Dingoes. Dingoes should be playing there. Seems like you're anti Australian to me. Yeah. It's kind of been thrust upon me. <laughs> We're out of time for today. It's uh, about uh, two or so minutes until uh, 6 o'clock. Reminder, tomorrow Cody Ingstrom's going to be on the show. Kirk and Company tomorrow, Chomp Buchanan. Boom. Appreciate Chelsea Slider for uh, hanging out with us for a little while, talking a little softball from Texas High. You guys have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow right here, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Prepare for the future and reach your front.